Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm good. I'm good. I feel like I've been pretty like low key for the last month or so. Like things kind of got a little bit back to normal over the summer, and now I'm kind of just just taking it easy and and working on some sort of admin admin end of I'm a photographer for people who don't know so I haven't been in the studio uh, a lot lately um but looking forward to a time when I can be yeah okay. word what oh wait go ahead Chris no I was just, I have a um question uh, I wanted to get it spicy I'll talk since we're doing a uh, project only. get it spicy what right is, away what is what is something you have to tell to people who go mm, photography not a real art aka my friend Mary Claire Harrington shoot shots at her in the face right now wow, <laughs> wow. Mary, Mary Claire Harrington you sound kind of whack <laughs> Not a real art. Um, I don't think people say that to Kate, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people say that to Kate. (laughs) Do people say something like that to you? Do people say that to me? I just feel like high art on snobby. Yes, I could see that. Are there early on were there people who early on were there people who would be like, okay, like you're a photographer, but like what do you really do? Oh like yeah, like for sure, okay. for sure. It was like, oh, that's a cute hobby. <laughs> yeah. um, and I mean, I think it was a cute hobby for a bit too. So I, and I understand there are lots of people that um, that treat photography as a hobby and, and no shade to them. That's amazing. Um, it's a really fun thing to do. Uh, and to be taken seriously is, is definitely tough. Um, but I mean... It's a job like any other job. Uh, I work really, I don't know if I can swear, really, really oh, hard. You, are, you, <laughs> you work really enjoy. fucking hard. You <laughs> work <laughs> fucking hard. Guess what? Fucking guess what? hard. What you said was the political version of check my pay stub, bitch. I'm over <laughs> here getting fucking But you, like, right. as you do, you, nice. you work like so, but to, to, earn a full-time living doing photography you are working a lot it's like it's it's more than people i think get and a lot of the work happens outside of the studio describe before you even take the pictures what kind of work are you doing oh my god well i mean i feel like with with any creative career um especially something like photography you you wear so many different hats you're um you know you're you you do your own marketing, um, you're your social media manager, uh, like you build your website. I'm not really good at SEO. My husband does that, thank God. Um, But lots of, I mean, we do absolutely everything. Before a shoot even happens, there's so much planning that goes into it. Um, There's so much gear that I need to know how to use and accumulate. So there's a huge monetary expense as well. Um, So it's Mm. definitely like, a pretty huge commitment. What type yeah. of photography do you do? Do you do like um, for shoots? Do you do stuff in people's offices? Like, how do I, I, I'm not aware. Rod, Rod never tells me about anything before I don't tell we start these. I like, I like it's just like, oh, hey, what's up? This is just, <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't even think I told Chris there was a guest today. So he oh, did not. He said, You want to do project one way and three? I was like, Sure, why not? You're like, oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I shoot mostly beauty portraits and fashion these days, um, but I started out doing just about any anything that anyone would pay me to take photos of. Yeah, <laughs> like 10 years it. ago, I think I had someone pay me to be like paparazzi for their birthday. Ha! It was terrible. Hmm. Never again. <laughs> um, I've done like babies, weddings, all of that. It's totally not my thing. I stick to sort of the, the high-end uh, fashion and beauty these days, and I'm way happier. But, yeah, it's, Chris, it's a fun year. I love it. Here's an here's a interesting fact that you don't know. Okay. Kelly wanted to commission Kate to do nude portraits of us maybe like a <laughs> month or two, like a month or two after I retired. And I was like, okay, I let my body slip a little bit. Give me time to get it back right. And here we are two and a half years later, just slipping more and more. It's never going to happen at this point. 
Oh my god! Too far gone. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's like COVID, and no one feels like having nude photos. I feel like seeing nude photos. I don't feel like being in any. Some people have done a great job during this time. <laughs> oh shit, that's so fucking funny, dog. Oh, oh my god, but that's that's extra funny because literally two weeks ago, this man Rod hits me up and he's like, "Hey man, you still you still doing that hoop, bro, bro?" I was like, "I thought you don't hoop no more." He said, "Nick, I've been drinking a lot. I'm getting fat, motherfucker." I, gotta- <laughs> I did not say it that angry. This was a text. <laughs> like, uh, I read every text. I, like I, he I meant it way more sad. <laughs> yeah, I meant it way more sad. Like, bro, I'm getting fat, man. <laughs> every text I read is like, "No, nah, yeah, nigga." It's like, "All right, bro." My <sighs> That's actually but so yeah, fucking funny. Kate and I have been friends now since. I guess 2016 we met. Yeah. And another interesting thing about Kate is that she basically dominates Pride. And and another interesting fact, just in general, Pride in Canada, way more lit than Pride in LA. Like infinity times more lit. To me. <laughs> I feel like it's, Pride it is. Anyway, isn't it supposed to be the most lit in America in San Francisco anyway? Like uh, maybe I think that both LA, from what I've been told, and Kate, you can jump in on this if you know information I don't, is that LA and San Francisco both got like very commercialized in a very specific way, yeah. and they're also way more exclusive than inclusive of people outside the community. So, like in LA, there's a big parade, but they really only advertise it or talk about it in and around where the parade happens, which would be Santa Monica Boulevard. In Vancouver, the first time I went to Pride, I was shocked because I was watching people walk in from all over the city to converge on the parade. And the first time I went, when Kate was dressed as like what I called a a Pokemon, because she was fucking (laughs) super out of pocket, but in a very dope way, uh, (laughs) Justin Trudeau was there. (laughs) You know, it's like that's the difference. Was he in brown face? Wow. Wow. Too soon, my guy. (laughs) Too soon. It's only been four years. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Trudeau was there. Like, Obama's never come to LA Pride or any Pride as far as I know. I think that really speaks to the difference in the two countries. Uh, And Kate goes all in. Kate, tell us us about your Pride. Like, what, what what do you think about when you hear Pride and your participation in it? What got you in? Oh, my brain goes like straight to my like craft shelf and like all the rhinestones and everything, like what I could make, what I could do to like top last year. I don't know. I mean, it's like the one day a year. I used to I used to dress up and like party a lot and now I'm old and don't. <laughs> so pride. She's like twenty six, like- everybody. She's not old at all. <laughs> Um, are you queer? yeah, you so then I that is in the community. What? You, I said, Are you queer? Do you have a sibling that's in the community? Do you just like fuck the vibe, fucking with the vibes? Like, what, like, how did you get involved? Like, I, I am a queer woman, okay. um, but I, like, I'm married to a man, but um, previous in my, in my youth, I used to uh, just like, I don't know, all of my friends were in that community, and so pride was really this like one time a year that was just like really fun and we got to see everyone we got to just like dress up as as extra as possible and and I've just like always I don't know it's kind of like this remnant from a past life that I really enjoy like I love dressing up so much so don't get to do it very often and it's definitely it's it's kind of just this time that I get to like craft and build an outfit I do it for other people all the time in my photo shoots but Pride is like the one time a year that I get to like make it for myself, I guess. Put the flex, yeah. I, I feel like that's why a lot of people like Carnival. I mean, not the dudes yeah. that I know that I know why they like Carnival, but everybody you else. Know why they like Carnival? <laughs> everybody that else Brazilian is like to make booty. this crazy outfits. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, I, I I am a person who at every opportunity I can wear a costume for something, I absolutely do. Uh, yep. Toned down a little <laughs> bit at this stage of my life. So I think when I first saw you, again, this was Pride 2016 in <laughs> Vancouver, I was like, oh, this person and I, we're really going to get the fuck along. <laughs> we are really going to get along. Because I like what I'm seeing here. And I was just wearing like, <laughs> I was, again, I was used to LA Pride. So I was dressed in like my normal like LA summer shit. Because this shit is like early August in, in Vancouver. So I was like, 
I'm wearing like a dope ass pair of glasses, you know, hat, brand new, brim straight. You know how we do, hot shorts, (laughs) you know, maybe some J's. And I get to Pride and I was like, oh, this is not LA Pride. (laughs) This is a whole other level. Yeah, I thought completely wrong. I thought completely (laughs) wrong. And Kate was the center of that. Do people like, I've never been to LA Pride. Do people not dress up as much or like... It's just not it's like assless chaps. Like um, the when, uh, okay. the homie out here, um, he was like, "We have to go," um, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, bro." Like I was like, "You know what? You 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 free. You knew you you got a place where you can just do this and be happy. Go ahead, bro." And I went with him, and I was like, "This is not as lit as like, and it's not as crazy. It's not as lit or crazy as you hear about. You know what I mean? Mm, like, have you like you just." Yeah, you hear well, stories I would about say, like, the San Francisco, like it's like motherfuckers was wilding in the streets, like it was crazy. You're hearing stories of San, <laughs> you're hearing stories about San Francisco in like the '70s and stuff too, right? It's like, I think that uh, people dress up at LA Pride. Don't get me wrong, and uh, I think to the people who participate, it's a very big deal. Like I'm not trying to minimize it by any means. It just, I feel like there are less of yous in that scene. It's like. Like right now, I think you, the way you described it is like an old life. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know enough about your old life to say what's different, but I think you're still very intertwined in the community as you have a lot of friends in and out of the community. Yeah. But I think in Vancouver, you can really dip in and out with more ease. In LA, either you're in or you're out. And at least from what I've seen. Now, granted, someone might be listening to this being like, no, you don't even get it. And that's fair because I probably don't. (laughs) But I do know that if L.A. wasn't as inclusive as Vancouver Pride, there'd be like half a million people at Pride every year. And I feel like it's a tenth of that. I would also argue the borough effect of Los Angeles that New Yorkers never want to say is a thing is a big Hmm. part of that. Like West Hollywood is its own city. You know what I mean? So I feel like it is more of a West Hollywood event than it is like this is a Pride thing okay you know what i mean it's so just it's like, like this split up. yeah it's like this is a west hollywood party and then like all the other like los Feliz and all these places will have little ones in that area but like the main thing is in the west hollywood one you know what i mean like i right. feel like that's why it's not as crazy because it's like every little one has their little version of it like if you're in burbank i guess they're like i'm gonna drive all the way down there fuck that shit like, <laughs> <what> they, <laughs> it's like 40 minutes to go get drunk and i was like oh, i can do that shit up here so i think that is more of a part of it paint their own rainbow sidewalk they're good yeah they're like mm, fuck that shit i got a flag i can so, fucking go outside myself <laughs> so kate knows all about west hollywood and i know this because we ate dinner at sir for those who haven't seen vanderpump rules no no it is not a brag it is not a brag it is the official restaurant it's a place of vanderpump (laughs) yes it it, is an acronym which i did not know until i went which is sexy urban restaurant i don't know if did you know that (laughs) yes i didn't know i didn't know that chris i didn't know that i guffawed when i found this fact out i was like are you (laughs) kidding me I was like, boo, that's the most terrible thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Bad. <laughs> what did Kelly and I, Kelly and I shared the goat cheese balls, I think. That was. <laughs> the goat cheese balls weren't bad. What else did you do in, like, because you were really, I don't think you went to Sir because you heard of the five-star steak because they don't have a five-star Oh, no, absolutely food. not. Wait. Actually, that's funny that I didn't mention it. Like, I was really obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. Like, really obsessed. I have this one friend and we're not like, we don't talk that often, but like we will text each other about Vanderpump rules. And, and so when we went to LA and like, was that the first time that was the first time I'd been to LA. So I was in your really life? excited in my life. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe off. I knew that. Yeah, no, I'd never been. I mean, everyone was really surprised that I'd never been. And like, I was really into Vanderpump rules at the time. So we did like the whole <laughs> tour and like my husband will never admit, but he was really obsessed with it too. So we were like checking out her little dog store, and mm. like I think we like bought our dogs a collar, like Vanderpump dogs or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Did you go to uh, Did you go to Tom Tom, Tom and Tom? We walked by Tom Tom. There was a line. I don't think we were cool enough to get in, so sadly not. No, I actually I will say this about West Hollywood that is un or at least the. Uh, they call it Boys Town if you're local, but the Boys Town side of West Hollywood is actually much more inclusive than the rest of West Hollywood. Like there are bars okay. that 
you have to be cool enough to get in that are in the area. But any place yeah. that has that rainbow flag, you'll walk right in and Anything everyone goes. will fucking love you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You're, Chris, I mean, you cut out. Chris, you cut out. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? I'm not yep. using it anymore. Okay. The crazy thing about Boys Town is like when there's not COVID happening, I don't know of a single human being outside of a college student that can go as fucking hard as gay people in Boys Town. These motherfuckers <laughs> would be up in that bitch on a Sunday getting <laughs> fucked up. And you like, fam, I know a lot of y'all are going to be in fucking Equinox at 4 a.m. tomorrow. So how the fuck <laughs> are you getting smacked? It is 12 o'clock right now. And then you got to go to work after. What is going on? They're like, fuck it. Well, you got to party. You got to party. I'm like, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> Strong move. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I would say that the, the you said Sunday, and I think a lot of people are like, "Well, that's just Sunday fun day." What Chris means to say is a Tuesday at one p.m. The bars will still be packed, and it is confusing. Yeah, and honestly, during COVID, I've noticed no difference, zero difference. I don't know what rules they abide by or don't abide by, but it seems like it's zero difference in how often these oh places are frequented. I would have to disagree just because it's like I used to live right down the street. And so I would go get some Guisados tacos and then literally just in the middle of the day, you'd be like, oh, y'all niggas starting already? I was like, this is already over? I was like, this is the crazy part is so many of my gay friends are very successful people, like they're type A personalities. But they beat in that bitch turned up as well. So I just logically can't understand how you can go so hard yet still be productive. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you never Straight sleep? people don't Do have the hibernate? same motivation. <laughs> That's true. Straight, me, straight men don't have the same uh, uh, energy. Gay men knowing sex is on the table at any given moment. Holy <laughs> shit. shit. <laughs> Holy shit. The doors never close, my guy. Just <laughs> trade at any moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I agree with the the. That is my big problem with West Hollywood. Even though I do live there, is um, it is the most Hollywood in terms of like it's it's very sceny. It's every type of LA thing that you see on TV is in West Hollywood, and like that's the whole vibe of the culture there. Like everybody's like, mm, like what kind of car do you drive? Yet they ain't doing shit. They like living off of the four people they're fucking or something. Anyway, you know, that's a side thing. But it's, a side, <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very okay aggressive energy. Sorry, where we go? I will take that moment to, to <laughs> say a quick story, which everyone always hears this is shocked. And I think this is the first time I will have said it publicly. But maybe six, seven years ago, I remember I was talking to this girl and she's like, oh, yeah, come pick me up. Uh, and then we'll go to whatever spot. I don't even remember where we're going. And I went to pick her up and it was a regular ass apartment. And I knock on the door and some other girl pick, opens the door. And I'm like, oh, roommate. I walk in and there's two sets of bunk beds in the living room. And I'm like, oh, this is immediately confusing. Go to the kitchen and I can see every door in the place is open. There's two sets of bunk beds in every room in the house. There's 12 women who live in this two bedroom apartment. And the reason they could they did this is because they were lived rent free with one stipulation, and that's that if the promoter who ran the apartment was working and had to be at a club, they all had to be too. So they would all go out together every night, six nights a week. They only got one night off, mostly at time looking fucking very tired and miserable because promoters don't party like how we party. They yeah. the club is like the beginning for them in L.A. because L.A. is an early. Uh, um, last call. Yeah. So they always go to, up to the hills after till 6, 7 a.m. And they're doing this every day. And this whole house of girls had to do this every day as long as they lived in this house. And that's the most West Hollywood ass oh story God. I know. Yeah, that is it to the T. That's actually fucking ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Kate. You shoot a lot of LA people. Yes? Yeah, I guess so. Um, a lot of actors, if they come up to Vancouver, I haven't shot a lot in LA because I don't have a US visa yet, but eventually. Um, uh, you can but I feel like you're like part of the scene almost. You're like, because you were part, you know, Aunt Annalise was like a big part of your life for a long time. <laughs> you're really going to bring this tell, up. Oh, yeah. Tell the people, tell the people in your own words who Annalise is and what she means. Oh, my goodness, Rod. Um, <laughs> Chris, you about to you about to hear some shit, dog. I was going to say, I'm quite excited. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I feel like this is like a bait and switch. Um, so Annalise was someone who uh actually Kelly was the one who introduced me to this group. Wow, throw Facebook. Kelly under the bus. She doesn't <laughs> yeah, listen to the podcast Kelly anyway, the so bus. you're good. She doesn't listen to she doesn't listen to one minute. She's like, I listened to the teaser. I was like, You haven't listened to shit. <laughs> She listens to the, we're about to have a podcast and then I stopped. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So Kelly introduced you to Annalise and then Well, she she introduced me to this Facebook group and it was supposed to be like kind of a networking group for women, non-binary, um uh just no men, I guess. Uh beauty related industry people, I suppose. Um and it was on Facebook and in general, it was like really um, supportive. I don't know. It was, it was kind of like a place where you could post your selfies and girls would really like hype you up, I guess. Um, or if you wanted to know where a specific outfit was, you post it there and like internet sleuths would go nuts. But over, like we kind of started noticing that, that it was a bit cult-like and, and it was run by someone named Annalise and and I think it turned out that she kind of is a cult leader. Like, Love that. I don't know Love if that. I can talk about this. Nope, do it, do it. I, <laughs> this look, isn't Scientology, look, you good. No, this is, this is great because I have a theory that literally everybody in LA is just one month away from either getting thrown into a fucking pyramid scheme or a cult. One of the two. <laughs> you are just one wrong conversation away from being drawn into one of them. It's fucking yeah. insane. I can imagine. I can imagine, like, even up from Vancouver being, like, quite removed from the whole situation. It was, like, bizarre to watch it go down. And then I think she started using um, BLM to personally profit. So this is a white um, woman? Like the, the, yeah, so this uh, is a white lady, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the minute you said <laughs> it, I was like, oh, she white. Okay. At the very <laughs> least, she's white passing. At the very she's least, white she's white passing. passing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so then she started, the like, fundraising for stuff. Me. Um, I think just like she was really good at like making people like turn against each other online and, and really sort of, she was really manipulative and it was really like kind of creepy to see her be able to manipulate all of these women into ganging up on someone for doing something like slightly socially wrong. And it just like things that wouldn't necessarily merit like the dogpiling, I guess, for lack of a better um expression but but yeah i don't i mean there's websites people have dedicated to exposing this person and it it was it was pretty intense when it went down but yeah i feel like i was like briefly in a cult i'm excited about this i'm excited i'm gonna (laughs) dive into annalise la first thing i'll google when this is over Well, no, you have to, the, what's funny, and this is this is the, the funniest part, in my opinion, based, it wasn't funny until I just heard your description, Kate, but the group on Facebook was called Girl Cult. This was, yeah, it's like it wasn't hidden. She was hidden. telling you. Yeah. She was, it's oh, like it wasn't hidden. That. It was so oh. obvious. In plain sight. Hi. <laughs> yo, yo. I just, I love her more now. Annalise is a fucking real one bro if you can get people into a cult telling them it's a cult you're on another level bro <laughs> you are playing 3d chess and everybody else is playing checkers dog <laughs> well, I guess it's not that hard when you like are creating something that there's such a void for right which is clearly like a female-led like unifying online body that i guess doesn't exist so she she can call it whatever she wants, and people are like, yeah, it seems fishy, but I'm thirsty for some shit like this. So I can understand. Yeah, totally. Totally. But yeah, she was she was fundraising for new protest sneakers, so that was a bit <laughs> Excuse me? What a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Like they were like Nike IDs, and then she was just like, Can y'all pay for these? <laughs> She's just to put black white matters on a heel, and she was like, ah nah. Nike Air protests. <laughs> Yo, that's All right, so this seems. <laughs> Chris, when you actually look this up, it's gonna get a lot funnier. It's gonna get a lot funnier, my you guy. Think I'm joking. I'm type this shit. There's right like now, videos so exposing her, like <laughs> conversation. There's like some Uber driver, like she had like a run in where she posted 
her exchange with the Uber driver, but it was like she was one being racist and she thought people were going to like rally to her side. There's a, there's a lot of things that I've seen on the internet about this lady. Is it lady. one in or two? Annalise. I don't know. Don't do this now. Don't do this now. <laughs> I'm not going to look at it now. now. I just want to have it in here. I just want to have it in my Google box so I don't forget about it. It's a lot. I feel like I like lost like a weekend of my life to deep diving this. <laughs> Love it. I was just like, you know, it's just so much information to go down this. Well, Merry Christmas, Chris. Wow, she got a festival. Oh, I'm hype. Praise. (laughs) Come do Allah. Allah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, Chris, we today we're doing Project Runway. And the reason is, first of all, you know, admittedly, and I, I think people take this different ways when it's said, but I'll say it. I felt like Chris and I both felt, to be honest, we only ha- ever have men on the show. So we're actively like seeking some of our, I'm like, where do I find dope females? I'm like, oh yeah, I also know so many. Like, why am I acting like, I think that's the problem with like dudes. Like we just be like, damn, where do we find ladies at? Like, bitch, you know so many, stop <laughs> complaining. Like, Nigga, <laughs> like, <laughs> text any of the ones you know. <laughs> just, just literally just like, oh yeah, I have so many friends who are doing amazing things. Uh, so I reached out to Kate and asked if she wanted to be on and you know, I, you and I have never talked sports, Kate. So I was like, I don't know if Kate even knows sports like that. So I reframed (laughs) our, our premise as competition based. Like what's what's something competition based that Kate would be into. And I'm glad I asked it that way because Sports, they all they are is competition, and that goes any different way. And I think limiting it to calling what we traditionally call sports means people tend to think basketball, football, baseball. But we ended up with Project Runway, which is a great fucking show that I had never seen. I just watched a couple episodes, <laughs> and I am fucking hooked. Kate, Yo. what uh, what made you suggest Project Runway? You're actually lucky. I wish I had that. My mom had me watching this early. But continue, sorry, Kate. Project Runway. Big <laughs> yeah. HGTV and Project Runway type shows. Well, I was like, I don't know. I was trying to think of something because, I mean, we don't know each other that well, but I am not into sports whatsoever. Sadly, I never have been. Um, I was a swimmer for years, the worst ever. Um, I played soccer for a year. I think I made contact with the ball once. Um, <laughs> I'm just like never really been into it. And I'm like, I was trying to think because like I'm not super, super into competition shows in general. But Project Runway was something that kind of popped into my mind because it it sort of stems from like where I got my my drive to create. And and I love I love seeing the process. I love seeing like um, I feel like it, it made fashion accessible to us sort of hicks from small towns in, <laughs> in Canada. Uh, and so it's kind of something that I've always um, paid attention to and watched. And I do really enjoy it. I also think it's just like kind of a nice competition show. Like Tim Gunn okay. is so sweet. Yes. You said the perfect <laughs> word, which is leading... You are Canadian, so you have the Canadian stereotype sensibility. <laughs> you just said what you like. So you must also be a fan of Great British Baking Show, which is... I, what that I was thought. the other one. I, was <laughs> yes, I knew it. I was like, if Project always on the table, Great British Baking Show, we're doing it at some point. Somebody got to talk about it, okay? But I'm glad we're on the same page. Also, if you haven't seen it, there's a show called Blown Away, which is basically the same thing, but glass blowing. Oh, is that the glass blowing? Yes, that one's also <laughs> Yo, really amazing. Yo, you were talking about some fire TV? Away. Yes, exactly. I kept saying that the whole time. I was like, wow, what great branding, because I am quite literally blown away. I don't know how they did that. It's <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I so feel usually, like I'm not really into like oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's your world. What you gotta oh, say? Oh, I was just I was just gonna say, like, I'm not usually into like the the crazy like manufactured drama unless it's Fander Pump Rules. Um <laughs> And so, time. so I do, I do like like the, you know, where it's focused on like actually what they're creating rather than sort of the behind the scenes um, drama, yeah. like mm. so many of those other shows. Like, 
Bake Off uh, is amazing. I would say Project Um has a little bit more spice to it as opposed to Great British Baking Show. It does. Great, it does. Is, like, they'll literally be like, oh, you don't have a sift? Here, try mine. He was like, oh, you should probably <laughs> bake it for a little bit more. Mm. Like, no. everybody's like well, crying together and shit. <laughs> There's a little bit more sass in it just by yeah. the nature of Project One Way Baking. Because you said, you said that it was a nicer competition show, which I do agree with, but I think that it's all, it feels all fake. It feels like a not all fake, but it feels like when when Kelly will see some girl on the street and they'll be like, "Oh, hi, girl, hi," and they'll have this whole talk, and then afterwards she'll be like, "I hate that bitch." I'm hate like, that bitch. You were so nice the whole time. <laughs> That's what I feel like. This show is like they all like they all want to win, but they're all like, "Oh, wow, you should try the reptile. You should try the you should try the other print." Like, true. Uh, wink, it's wink. Like, I hate you. you. Watched, like, you watched a recent season, though, right? Like, you watched the one with Carly Kloss and Christian Siriano. Yes. And, like, yes. Tim Gunn has, like, more of, I don't know, an authenticity to him that I, I appreciate a little bit more. So I'm not as into, like, the more recent seasons when they switched it up. Like, Heidi Klum, Tim Gunn, that's a classic combination. Okay. I think Chris, you cut out again. I was wondering where where Heidi Klum was going to come in. So I guess yes, I guess season eighteen, which is what I watched season eighteen episodes one and two. I was only going to do one, but guess what? Got got a little hooked on that shit. (laughs) Watch number two, and I yeah, I was like, okay, when does Heidi Klum come into picture? So I guess she was an earlier host. Yeah, and I couldn't remember the model's name. Who Carly Claus? Now that you said it, it makes total sense. Carly like, Claus is married to um, the brother of the motherfucker married to Ivanka. What is his Jared name? Kushner? Yeah, yeah. She's there's like an incredibly. There's a really what? shaped moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a shaped <laughs> moment. It's my favorite thing to bring up. I was like, this giant <laughs> is married to a Kushner. Not here for it. Not trying to see it. Her sister-in-law is fucking Ivanka, bro. <laughs> like, what are we talking wow. about? <laughs> it's okay, true. Good to know. It's true. And and she tried to like, I don't know, she was criticizing some designer's work in like a recent episode from last year or something and and she said she would never wear that and he was like not even to dinner at the kushners and it just became this whole thing. <laughs> love that love that. that's what i'm saying that's the, that's the meanness on this show the I want. That's, the, that's the energy of the whole and show. that's why i fuck with it honestly yes i need all of that shit all of that energy bring me the sass motherfucker i need it i want it pump it right into my veins <laughs> Okay, so but you so as a photographer, right? When you watch a show like Project Runway, because you said you've shot fashion, uh, do you feel like you like really understand what's going on? Like, because you, I assume you work with makeup artists. Do you work with uh, yeah. also um, stylists and all I, that? Like, or do you? Yeah. I, I imagine a lot of times you find yourself doing that styling work. No, sometimes I like to get a little bit project runway on my own. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's you're leading. You're leading me. What what, what? 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 How does Project Runway like fit in with your like world? Well, I mean, I I totally relate to. I'm actually working on a presentation right now, and I, I'm talking about you know um, getting into fashion in a smaller market like Vancouver, where it's not LA, and I don't have a million stylists being able to pull high-end designer clothes all the time so you have to get a bit creative so I completely relate to you know going into fabric stores and finding something interesting and just pinning it (laughs) in an artistic way um I can't sew to save my life but I can like bedazzle and hot glue and clamp things and make them look really expensive so that's something that I've always really loved and then one of my favorite project runway challenges is um the unconventional material challenge. And that's something that I try and do in my work too, is um, often I'll even go through like a hardware store and, and just be inspired by some random item that I don't even know what it's for and incorporate it into a fashion shoot and have it look really high end and expensive. So that's kind of something that I, I really enjoy about the show. So like fashion chopped. You just be like, mm, yeah. what, can I make? what can I make out of this? Mm. I got some barbed wire, some cotton, and some silk. Let's throw some shit together. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pamela Anderson wore that in one outfit in the 90s. Uh, but the, 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 the thing about this show that immediately drew me in, similar to you, 
first of all, let me take a step back. Project Runway is the epitome of our show. You know, it, we're supposed to be a show about art and, and sports, but we will rebrand that as competition. And this is it. Fashion is art. And this show really shows that. Uh, but we never talk about, or very rarely, uh, that I had a clothing line that got relatively big. Boom, no. And that since then, I have made almost everything I wear. Even if I didn't, if I didn't sew the beanie, I might add a, my own label or if I, you know, something to make every piece of clothing my own. So... Back in the right early here. 2010s, yeah, I would be at, I would be downtown LA rummaging through fabrics and always looking for something that I thought no one else had and, and asking the guy there, like, how, how much of this do you have? And I, I remember it'd be very disappointing if, like, a place had 10 yards of something. I'm like, well, I need like 500 shirts of this. And I'm like, yeah, it's not possible. All right, just one for me then. <laughs> that's it. That's where Who's this is. going to sell it? No, fuck it. It's fine. <laughs> but I think it's fashion and. The, another reason why I think the show is very relatable to th the average Joe is the same reason the food shows are. Everyone fucking dresses up. Like, even yeah. if you, the only reason people wouldn't wear something crazier is simply because they think they can't, not because they don't like it. And I think that in the couple episodes I watched, you know, it is an uplifting thing to see these people from different backgrounds, how fashion has impacted them, and the impact they want to have on other people to bring them confidence and to bring them joy in what they wear and how they look. Cause look good, feel good. Isn't made up. It really is true in my opinion. And to that point, which is why I am upset with that goth shorty that uh, ruined, was the worst. ruined Asuma's <laughs> chances to move forward because <laughs> she was a black Muslim shorty who is making jiggy Muslim clothing and you're, corny full coverage she said full but, coverage oh bro she has some she has some jackets on there i was like i need that want that one that's fucking a wave and then she just got undercut by her horrible partner and i blame the goth girl because there's they literally gave a shot of asthma going yo we should combine these looks so that they look like one look and the girl's like that's not really my style i was like oh i was like she didn't even do her style right there right there i was like she didn't even do her style the she goth didn't, woman didn't shit. even she do didn't her style. Suit. When she was she eliminated, she's like, I feel like I, I didn't like, get to show who I was. Like, then uh, bitch, what the fuck uh, are you doing? I was uh. like, you play, you, oh, I was like, God damn it. White woman, set back this black woman yet again. God damn it. I know if you're listening to this, you couldn't see Kate's face when Chris said the black, white woman setting back a black woman, but it was very much like, oh, Jesus, not again. Like, not us, not now. <laughs> Case what's up? So, Kate, did you did you watch the season eight the the episode eighteen or season eighteen episode? Yeah, one? I just watched the one the one episode, so I know I didn't watch. Did you watch two? You, uh, I did, but I mean, two okay. two, yeah. two. I think the competition in two was a little better to me because in, in episode one yeah. they are doing teams, uh, and th it's fine. But I think that it. First of all, it is a competition show, but none of these people have ever played sports, and it shows. Because like, as soon as they said teams, they're like teams. Oh god! Oh, I gotta go. I got to combine my talent with someone else's talent. I'm like, oh god! I'm like, all right, so, so, suck it up. But the second one, they're working alone, so you get a bit more of their personality. But go ahead. Right. No, I was just gonna say it. It really reminds me of design school too, and like. I, I felt like I worked really well like that when it was like you were given a project on a deadline and you had to be creative and work with a team. I mean, mm. sometimes it sucks, but <laughs> Wait, so I you went to design school. It. Yeah. The fashion yeah. design school. No, no. Like design and illustration. So ah. different, different ball game, but very similar. I mean, we're still doing something creative and yeah, like sometimes I will say, I used to live in downtown when I had my clothing line and I thought like living yeah. downtown would be uh, a boon for that. Cause I'm like, man, there's so many people in, in at FITM, which is fashion and design marketing and, uh, uh, and merchandising maybe, I don't know in LA where it's all, all the fashion students go there. Uh, but what I found is when I moved to Hollywood, it was actually much more of a boon cause there were people actually doing fashion. People in school for fashion were a bunch of people who, Seem like oh, they just had no bro. direction and were just like trying that shit out. People who yeah. are actually doing it, they 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 didn't go to school. They just like had an idea and made a bunch of mistakes and 
kept going. Because either way, I don't think that yeah. it. Have you, did you ever watch the show How to Make It in America? No. Okay, first of all, it's one of the greatest shows of all time. You should one watch of Rod's it. top references to bring it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. I got all my favorite show. music it is a great and show. everything great comes show. from there. But the the, the premise out. is that they these two guys are starting a fashion line, a, a, a jean line in New York. And in the first episode, the guy goes back to his like design school teacher and asks, tells him he's going to start a jean line. He's like, hey, do you have any advice Like when we're about to start this thing? And the guy says... Yeah, don't. <laughs> He's like, what? Why? He's like, nobody wins at this. Like, I've been trying for years. You, you, most people don't get anywhere. Those um, who can't teach. Um, <laughs> it is true in film school. Any type of art thing is surrounded by people. I think this is a problem with a lot of artistic folk is that um, when you are learning, a lot of the people who are learning have that crab mentality of like, I didn't get to fucking do it, so fuck you. Like, that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I had a teacher was like, Oh, you're writing is shit. Well, bitch, I get paid for it now. So don't you sound stupid, motherfucker. And it's like a lot of the people you're like doing projects with, like people are like, no, my voice, my thing. It's like, but do you realize in order for it to get made specifically with film, it is a collaborative effort. Like it's a group of people using their talents to create something. And that is literally everything. No matter what the thing is, it yeah. is going to involve other people putting forth their best effort to create it. So why don't you yeah. just get used to that early? And more to Rod's point, this is the, where the sports thing really shows up a lot in creative fields. It's like, yes, you have to have your voice, your expression, because otherwise, why are you doing it? But you also need to be able to step the fuck back and like yeah. get other people's viewpoints. Which is, yeah, I, I assume more on more than a few occasions, especially if you're on one of these big shoots where it's you, a stylist, makeup artist, model, that the four of you don't get along all the time on what the vision is, or do you have full control? Are you like, are you setting the tone? Are you like, no, nah, the three all need to shut the <laughs> fuck up. This is the vision, or is it the end I of the mean, day? Does the model have more of the vision? No, uh, I mean, it totally word. depends. It depends on like if there's a client. Obviously, if there's a client, um, then I mean, their vision is is kind of the the overall. Um, what we have to adhere to. Uh, if it's a creative shoot where we're just portfolio building, then one would hope that the vision is kind of spread evenly amongst us. Um, I am pretty picky about who I do creatives with. So like, I generally know the people that I'm, I'm working with already. Maybe there's like one new person, but my team is usually aligned with me. Uh, so we can outnumber them. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but you yeah. have to have an example of it being like, like you had like you, everyone has, everyone had the vision and then the model was like, nah, fuck that. Like Photoshop out my eyes. Like, I don't want to, I want to well, If you blind. go get these nudes done, Rob, <laughs> shut the fuck up and let her do what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> put your leg like, like she tell you, put really your leg. <laughs> I feel like I've been really lucky. I haven't really like dealt with too many maybe it's because i'm in vancouver and we're all nice <laughs> but yeah Rod has a take about not that. too many <laughs> no, I, <laughs> people people up here are nice for sure i don't we don't need to linger on that if there's one thing americans know or at least believe falsely it's that canadians are nice we don't need to double down on that at all uh, <laughs> but the i i i can't believe that you haven't had any not even one person that was so hard to work with that you're like uh like you didn't get on a message board and be like no y'all need to figure it like this girl sarah is the worst like if or you want to work with like her a, i ain't working with you <laughs> or like not even like a diva actor like usually it's the people who are like producing or whatever the equivalent yeah, like producing. a client who's like, like yeah i want this but show more nipple yeah. like uh yeah, like make it just make like, it hotter like more cleavage uh, you're like Bro, like, this. This is, it's like, who the fuck this, are you? Like, this doesn't apply here. <laughs> yeah. You also paid me to do yeah. this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like been instances where there's been like unrealistic expectations, and you kind of have to manage that. So, like, what yeah, we like, we name names on this program. We spill tea. We spill tea out here. Spill tea. <laughs> <laughs> Channel that Vanderpump. Channel that Vanderpump. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't like, move on. I'll I'll think of something. I'll try and think of like a shady moment. It's crazy um, that you can't that that I would just say when I if I were to talk to 
people in LA. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it is a a, a local thing because I think all the models would say that they've been over sexualized in shoots and or assaulted. I would say yeah. all the photographers would be like, if they're men, they're like, yeah, I just like shooting like naked girls, and all like the female photographers would be like, all my clients want me to shoot naked girls, and it's like it's it's. It's such a because you shoot like very beautiful people and you make them look very beautiful. Like that's your job. Like you're not shooting landscapes. Uh, no. So I think in dealing with people, you know, the ways in which, you know, sexism, racism, et cetera, play out, usually play out in every circumstance. It sounds like you've like largely avoided that, which is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Good for yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like there what have been instances do? like, I don't shoot men very often, um, which, I mean, I probably should shoot men more often, but most of my clients and the models I work with are women. But I have shot men and, like, one like one model wouldn't leave me alone either, which was bizarre. Like, he knows I'm married and, like, wouldn't – I mean, I had to talk to his agent and tell him to stop messaging me. And, I mean, there's things like that that happen. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like – yeah, nothing particularly. I hear so many stories um, from other models about other local photographers to avoid. Everyone has a story. I feel like I've just been really lucky because I'm on like, you know, the photography and I really don't get other than maybe that one time I've not really experienced much in the way of sort of harassment or yeah, I feel really lucky that I've got such great teams. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not giving no, you like the juicy. No, that's awesome. Dirt. <laughs> that's no. The juice can be positive too. That's some good ass juice. That's yeah, just fresh say. OJ in the morning, my guy. What, you need that's that. That's easy. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> People need to know that there's good shit happening in the world also. It doesn't always have to be bad. It's true. Yeah. For me, shit, a lot of bad shit in my life. I don't have a father. Uh, you know, shit. You know what? It's been a while yeah. since he brought that up, so we needed that. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it hasn't been mentioned for like three episodes. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this man? He must have- <laughs> uh, <laughs> it always comes up somehow. No, but it, okay, taking it back to the show, though, and relating it to what you said, I mean, one thing that was clearly obvious right away is that I don't think there was a straight man in the building. And, it's, and I, I have some... Thoughts about that? Either A, maybe it, the show isn't really for straight men or marketed to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe B, people who produce the show are like, yeah, there's enough content about straight men out there. We don't need more of it. C, maybe straight men just don't understand female bodies enough to like design for women. Because I mean, it's, it's, I know it maybe sounds dumb of me to say as a straight man, but I'm like, Damn, I I did fashion a long time. I want to see someone out here bring that, that that flavor. You know what I mean? The shit I'm talking about. And the best I get is though you don't see him till episode two. He comes out blazing. But the two black dudes put out like the dopest shit in episode two because it's a it's a I forget the word they use. They don't say streetwear, but they say like street fashion. I don't know something that you would okay. see a woman actually wear on the street versus street style. That's the word they use. Street style. Uh, and the two black dudes crushed it, and I'm like. Honestly, women who wear shit like that, I think that's really fucking dope. Uh, I know. But I, think, anyways, I think Delvin and Marquise had some heat in this first episode, bro. Maybe the dude who was sleeping, the dude who was sleeping on the, the dude who was sleeping on the bed, and he was like, "Oh, you think you done? You done?" And he was like, "Look, man, I don't need that negativity, bro." I think like, that is him. Yeah, I think that is him. I was like, "Yes, King. Yes, King." <laughs> tell you how to think your life. <laughs> But I want your opinion on that, Kate. Do you think that these these shows exist as like a space for other stories, or do you think that it would be improved by having all the stories at once? I I wonder. I mean, I think I think like many of these shows that have gone on for so long, um, they've they've started like if you look back at like season one of Project Runway, like all of the models are size zero. They're all probably white, and and they've like changed from there so at least now it's like a bit more inclusive um but uh and and i think they had even like a a non-binary model on the first episode i think yeah yes yes uh, um but yeah i wonder i i don't know about i mean i think they, they should probably have 
every voice represented, if that's possible. I think there's room for everyone. So it, it seems strange to exclude it. It's enough TV. But I think it's that, enough I mean, no, shit I think on that TV for straight men, bro. Yeah, yeah I think on. that there's a reason, reasonable. <laughs> if you had that's also true. said what Chris just said, I would have agreed with that too. Like, if there's a show where it's all black people, I'm not like, this would be really improved by like two white guys. Like, I, I don't think that. You know, like, sometimes you just need a space for you. But I, I mean, just, each person, this varies, you know? Like, I, that's why I was curious your take, because you're, you know, being so involved in the community and whatnot, if you like see content like this is like, nice. We don't need that bullshit. Like, keep it, keep it what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have like a super strong opinion about that. I think like, yeah I like I like to see the diversity on the show and how it's progressed through the ages because I think it's it's probably been pretty bad like if you look back at like I don't know the beginning seasons of like America's Next Top Model or something oh my god I mean those are awful so so I think that like moving apologies to Kibway if you're listening to this Kibway's wife was on Top Model like season two Kibway we're sorry oh really we don't mean (laughs) to come at your wife like this Kibway when you come at your wife I I watched the first I watched the first season of Top Model like last year or something and I was so shocked like they're all like smoking in the hallways like oh my god anyway it's just the 90s philosophy of my (laughs) I I have a non-deep question who um was your favorite personality and who had the your favorite outfits out of this this first episode because I have strong takes on all of these because I was watching the fashion show, like, I'm a judge, too. I don't like that one. I don't like this shit. Ooh, I don't know. Who was yours? Um, the standout is the guy who is, like, a Nick Kroll character, basically. Uh, the Gonzalez, yeah. the guy who is the Korean lady. He was very yeah. funny. I didn't think his outfits were lit. I thought Delvin and <laughs> Tyler and Marquise and Nancy had the best outfits. I think... Um, Giorgio or whatever his name is, who was who who was the egomaniac guy who was like you see the egomaniac his like political saw, fashion. Yeah, he was like you saw Billy Porter. He, he said I do political fashion. He said I do like political. No, political was part of it. He didn't say political fashion. He said like political. What did he say? I wrote it down. Yeah. yeah, tell me what it was. Politically, politically driven evening wear. That's there it. we go. That shit. And what I was instantly like, boo, don't like that guy. <laughs> nope, not a fan of that one. And then he was like, you saw Billy Porter's outfit? Mm-hmm. I did. That I was, was like, me. get the fuck out me. of here, bro. They don't like, get how technically stuck. good I am. I'm so good at this shit. They don't and even then know. the cutaway they have on a commercial where the guy is like, hey, you should probably try this. He's like, I don't think he understands how structured and sound I am. I was like, I hate this guy. And then his outfit came out. I was like, trash, shit, trash. I don't even know if it was actually trash. I just hated him so much. I just no matter what like it was. It. <laughs> he got high marks. He's like, oh man, the shoulders come off because sometimes ladies don't like shit on their shoulders. That's probably why straight guys can't do this because I have no idea if women want shoulderless or not. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yo, it's a jacket. <laughs> That's what I call it. It's a fit, bro. It's I had the idea for the fit and the fit is the fit. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh Lord. Uh I thought that the the Korean lady was I mean I I thought that her her dress got a bad rap, honestly. I was really invested in her because she was Korean and her story, she's like she's like, Oh I me and my, my husband is from maybe this is an episode two, I don't know if you heard this no, one. Like, my husband's from her, her Mexico. Husband. Yeah, and I, I we were long distance for five years, but I chose love over career. And I was like, oh, damn, this is, this is like sad as fuck. Like, win, Korean lady, win for all the Korean ladies. Cause she <laughs> Go was, ahead and do it. Because she was paired with a Nick Kroll guy and she was so nice, I was like, I want that team. I want that team. But she did do one thing that is irritating. You ever had that kid in class who's like, I want to fucking fail, dog. I want to fail. It's going to be fucking terrible. Oh, it's fucking trash. <laughs> and they fucking get a good grade. And you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. You do this yeah. every time, Mike. Stop. Oh, <laughs> do I mean, <laughs> being as fully racist as possible that's like a lot of asian students with their tiger moms they feel like they can't like live up to themselves so they like i I remember i was i did summer school math i mean i was getting ahead so you know uh but (laughs) i I, at this after the first couple tests um because mind you in summer school i mean i think the class is like a month long you just go like every day so this all happened in a very short period of time and maybe after week one uh, I had like a 99.7 and there was two Asian girls who had like 99.6 like tied. 
and they were like bawling that they weren't ahead of me, and it felt it felt racist towards me. That was I was racist like, towards you, yeah. No, I was like, it's that okay, was racist towards okay. you. Like, 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 this isn't on a curve. <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, eventually, like once I saw that, then I knew I only had to get like B's the rest of the time to still get an A. So I, I really slacked off at that point. That's how, that's my personality, and I ended up with like a ninety four. But I remembered the how sad they were that they weren't. And how much they beat themselves up over it. And at the time, I knew nothing about helicopter parents or tiger moms or anything like that. So I was just like, man, something's wrong with y'all. You need to get your shit checked out. Because <laughs> this, this is not okay. <laughs> You're making me feel weird. <laughs> I'm out here achieving in a white world. Let me live. <laughs> achieving in a white world. <laughs> Every victory is huge. Except Every victory is huge. <clears throat> oh, Lord. So Kate, what do you what do you have like coming up? Like what what's coming up for you in in your life? Like even it can be even long term. It could be like end of 2021. Something you're excited about. End of 2021. Well, I mean, the first thing that's coming up is I have um an online course that I'm teaching for Socality, uh, which is like a, an online education platform. So I'm stoked about that. Um so teaching then- photography? Yeah, yeah. It's just like okay. a what is totality? Is it a, is it like a, a program? Is it like a, what's that yeah, learning? Yeah, it's thing? like kind of a collective. It's in uh, collaboration because I became a Canon ambassador this year, which was pretty cool. Um, That's lit. I mean, you get free and, shit. I was about to say you get maple syrup <laughs> yeah. and hockey pucks for free. Like, what's, what is that kind of? You just game? sent me like a little mini printer. I'm so excited. I can like print out my selfies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's in collaboration with Canon. So they, they will, you know, bring in their Canon ambassadors or other photographers. Canon, like the camera, I heard Canada ambassador. Oh, (laughs) I was like like, for this brand specifically. So, okay. That was, that's what I mean. Look at that. Look at that. that. So see those maple syrup things make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Canon, the camera brand. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yep. So, Fuck me. Um, yeah. <laughs> when does that class so uh, drop? Uh, that's on January 16th. So, getting close. Oh, soon. Oh, shoot. So, people, yeah. could, it, it comes out on the 16th. So, by the time this comes out, you could just, yeah, it's going to be live. So, Christmas money and register for this class on January 16th and learn photographer from, photography. From the only photographer not to be sexually harassed in all of Canada. It's wow, really a special is, moment. OD. Like, <laughs> you need to get some of that energy in your life, honestly. Forget <laughs> the rest of her credentials. That is, That's incredible. Nah, that one right there is exceptional. It's damn near impossible. <laughs> I'm changing my bio to like add that little tagline. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that's really exciting. And then otherwise I have pretty much nothing planned for 2021. I'm just going to see how it goes and hope the world doesn't go down in flames, but yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people right now about 2021. Every, everyone in 2021 is like a guy in high school. Who's like about to ask a girl to prom. He's like, I'm going to see if Jake asked her first. Cause I'm scared. Like you don't want to get hurt again. You don't want to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> junior year was rough like we've all got like like a broomstick and we're just like poking the door like i don't know <laughs> i got big plans i don't know if any are going to come yeah. to fruition but i got big plans chris chris i almost put him on blast last time chris has he good did. things happening you know you want to can you talk about it yet progress talk about talk about people you're seeing i mean i dating? didn't yeah i mean i didn't get the one thing so it's good that some things are going well chris is dating a celebrity but we can't talk about it and it really bothers me because i want to talk about it there's no reason to talk about it <laughs> we're enjoying I'm really, company I'm really excited it's all for tight, the guy. <laughs> it's all tight. <laughs> can we play like a guessing game <laughs> you'll you'll literally never guess you'll never guess <laughs> I think guessing fully every name wrong would be hilarious because because you'll never get it. <laughs> I want you to t- actually just actually, looking no, at Chris. Let's play it I looking at Chris, yeah, yeah. I want you to give five guesses of celebrity women you think Chris is dating. Oh my god! Fully your guess. This is fully your guess. You know the man after an hour of talking. Um. I can't even, I can't even, why is my mind blank? I can't even think of like single women in LA. 
Oh, you doesn't have to be single. Chris Chris doesn't have any. Doesn't have to be single. Ooh, that's why if they're shooting a shot, they're shooting a shot. It's got nothing to do with me. That's not my business. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. I wish somebody would say Britney, honestly. I feel bad for her. She's just clearly she is just a white get out situation. She is just locked up. You can see her screaming for help with her eyes, but she just can't get it. <laughs> she's, in the, so she's in the sunken place. Oh, wow. And her dad put her there. That sucks. <laughs> oh, jeez. People you trust That's the most. Terrible. You got to get, you, we need four more guesses. Britney Spears four is one. Four more guesses. Just Britney shout Spears. Out Britney Spears. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I can't even think of any names. Um, it's not Carly Kloss. Not, not Carly Claus. Nah, not Tim nah. Gunn. We don't, we don't deal with the Kushners around these parts. Yeah, we never even... I guess I did say... It. I didn't say... I only like said the, celebrity. The older woman. The woman who was like 60 who went back to fashion school. That's who it is. I know it. Oh, you talking about Nancy? Nancy is <laughs> yes. an icon. Because Nancy was like, I like to even have my little arm thing hang out like this. I was like, go ahead, Nancy. I fuck with that. Yeah, be positive about God, yourself, I guess Nancy. right. <laughs> Chris is an old soul, man. He's 28, but his back is like 55. Three years of football. That's football. It's the devil. (laughs) Bobby Boucher's mom was correct. Football is the devil. By the way, Chris, you ever find that gorilla would escape from the zoo and socked you in the eye? (laughs) No, mama. That's that's from from, uh, the water boy. Don't worry about it. the water boy. (laughs) No, mama. He got away still. three Three more guesses. Three more guesses. Give, give me a give me a real guess. Just even if you know this person is married and not with Chris, who do you think the person you would expect? Just energy you, wise, yeah. Like this makes yeah. sense. Energy. Oh my god, you guys are making it really tough. I can't even. I literally cannot even think of celebrities at the moment. Uh, like what? Uh, like an actor or musician? Anybody? You could say I keep Beyonce on just, for like, all I thinking, care. <laughs> Yeah, Beyonce. There we go. It's a good one. <laughs> My bag is nowhere near correct enough. Chris and Beyonce's hear. energies are not the same. At Chris, all. I, I, I have a take on Beyonce. At all. By the way, Brennan hates that I say this, but I think Beyonce is overrated. And Facts. now I said it publicly. Yeah, Brennan will kill you for that. <laughs> I put it on my IG story, and Brennan has since been like, every few weeks will message you? me like, He'll like respond to my story like, yeah, Beyonce is better than this or something. We're, like, look, <laughs> we're not big enough to get we're not big enough to get attacked by a beehive, but it is a fact. Uh, the woman, I'm very here for the symbol of Beyonce, but musically speaking, come on, overrated. It's a lot of gas. It's a lot Ooh, of gas. I feel it. like I feel like Brennan alone is gonna like take your podcast down for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it He'll is just what like it is. make up a million profiles. <laughs> <laughs> somehow just like downvote forever i just think that she yeah is she's a symbol but she hasn't made a song that is that huge in a while uh and i also think that her she gets a lot of credit for being like socially uh adept but she's a I better also version of oprah i don't think that she actually is i think she gets a lot of cachet for doing half measures and if she here's the thing no one has to do anything especially not her she could do whatever the fuck she wants she just gets credit like she's literally saving black people and i'm like oh if she was for that level i want to see her do the thing to earn the thing now at the end of the day she doesn't do any of the things that earn the things there's a lot of people out there really doing that work hey and if if those people and their spirit had beyonce's resources i might not be broke no more (laughs) right i got something right i got something that's really gonna get us in trouble Kim Kardashian has done more for black people than Beyonce. Oh, and uh, that's our time. That's our time. That's our time. I feel like I'm just like backing slowly here. Kate, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kate White Photo. Um, and that is white, W H Y T E. Um, the good white. And I have a. Uh, <laughs> the good Oops. <laughs> I have a, um, a, a Facebook group called Shooting Beauty with Kate White. Hey, oh, that sounds dope. Step away from cults. Yeah, so <laughs> Most people don't have Facebook groups. They just end at the, like IG, Twitter, and you had a you had a whole a whole deal. Awesome. I don't even have Twitter. I, I like yeah. I as a photographer, have, you don't need Twitter. Like, 
You don't need it. No. Yeah, you take the photos. Energy. You don't write the captions. You know, you yeah. feel me? Like, uh, <laughs> energy you don't need that. Too much. I have like Twitter for like creeping reasons so I can like go in and, and read tweets from ridiculous. Twitter human feeds beings. are great, but Twitter itself? Yeah. No, thank you. I don't need that in my no. life. I Neither. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on. I know this was super random and you didn't know what to expect, but I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> no, yourself. I loved it. <laughs> Have you ever just had a conversation for an hour with two black dudes? Being from Vancouver? I mean, not, <laughs> not on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> not on Zoom. <laughs> that got suggestive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I always get wild in the last couple of minutes. I'm sorry. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Well, uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure we'll go on a walk or something in the next few days. Yes, I can't wait to see you. Rod, just being Rod, has to go off the rails in the last... I do. You know me. Every time. All right. Thanks, Peace, everybody. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.